And what if that dollar, what if you're spending $100 for a business service, but now you're supporting Islamic worldview, or you're supporting an atheist worldview, or you're supporting worldviews that are completely against the worldview that you have for you and your family. And then you start looking at your schools, you start looking at the businesses, the communities, you're thinking, why are things so different? Why are Christians not leaders in the schools, in the boards, in the businesses? It's because we decided to spend $100 here because of this quality product and service. Whereas, say, for example, even it can be $100 for this Christian right here, or it can be $120. But because of that $20 difference, you're saying, I'm being a better steward by supporting this business. But then what if you say, I'm being a better steward supporting this Muslim business, and then they're going to use that money to portray their beliefs. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now, our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and become the CEO of your life by visiting King's Council Coaching dot com and connect with one of our team members today. High performers, business owners, CEOs, entrepreneurs, I am calling you out. May 6th and 7th, we are hosting the next Become the CEO of Your Life event in Austin, Texas. These are high-performance two-day events. More than an event, man, these things are a true experience. So if you're looking to level up your relationships, maybe accelerate your business or your career, or even break through those barriers that have been holding you back, then this is an absolute must-attend event. So text CEO to 727-472-3860 for more information. Again, CEO to 727-472-3860. We'll see you there. To download our Kingdom Money Principle Cheat Sheet, text the word money to 727-472-3860. Again, text the word money to 727-472-3860. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and I got a buddy in the studio today, Mr. Tim Kapilov. Tim O'Fay. Tim O'Fay. What's up, man? I'm doing great. Today's a really good day. It is a good day. It's a good day to have a good day. Absolutely. <laughs> so you guys, I wanted to have Tim on the show here because we go way back. We met in 2000 and what? 2005, I believe. Yeah. It's crazy. It's been that long now. He's got an amazing story, so I want you guys to hear that. But most importantly, I want you guys to know what we're working up here, what Tim has kind of grabbed the bull by the horn, so to say, and is leading this movement, this new platform within the kingdom, within the kingdom economy. And so we're going to dive into that today. But bro, tell them a little bit about yourself. Oh, man. Well, I don't know where to start. I mean, everybody always asks, like, talk about yourself. So (laughs) I'll just try to be as brief as possible. 
because the Lord is awesome. God's done a lot of amazing things in my life and just all credit to him. But my family and I, we came over as refugees from Russia. So growing up, it was always at a lack, you know, and so always just trying to survive, trying to survive, trying to survive. Dad and mom working three jobs, never really seen them in the house. Seven kids, you know, so like life got pretty rough, pretty competitive, but also like family was really always something really close, really dynamic. So fast forward, you know, a lot of years and I'm 16 years old, feel like life is good, doing whatever I want to do. And then I get into a huge car accident. And it wasn't just my mom's car, it was my mom's boss's car. So not to go into details, but that's basically what put my life on halt. And then I saw this newspaper advertisement that said, are you bilingual? We have a desk job, call this number. So I call it and it was Riley's advertisement. I remember that ad, man, oh man. <laughs> and that's when we first met, which was ultimately when I was in the network marketing company and we were really recruiting people. And yeah, man, we had a fun kind of ride with that. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm 16. I believe you were like 21 at the time. Yeah, man. And, and here I am, like Riley's sharing, like I'm making this much money every month. And as a 16 year old, my eyes are opening it up. I'm like, what? Like you're saying I can do this too. So like I drank the Kool-Aid. I was in. <laughs> the literal Kool-Aid he did. <laughs> I mean, that was a great time oh, I though, loved right? It. I loved it. I mean, the network marketing community, like as a whole, I've learned so much. I made great relationships. Me personally, as my character, my development, my mindset, so many things grew, so many things changed. And I learned so much in that atmosphere. But one of the biggest things I got from that just is my relationship with you. Like you've always been strong and constant in my life because after we started doing network marketing together, like I was timid, I was shy, I was scared, but you just kind of pushed me, you encouraged me to keep going. And I started seeing success in that field. But then just the Lord sent me a vivid dream and called me out of network marketing and said, I'm calling you into missions. Yeah. Bro, I just got chills when you said that. I remember this. So when you first told me, you went to Bethany, right? And then that's what you were intending on doing. I was like, wow, incredible. And so, and you and Laura, your kiddos spent, how many years were you? I mean, you had multiple stints, I guess we'll call it, but how many years total were you on the, on the mission field? So on and off for about 12 years, we were overseas and our heart, I mean, like to, to capture what drives me, what my passion is, it's all about Jesus, right? Like Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, 14, that the end is going to come once everybody has heard and he's not here. So that means the end hasn't come yet. That means not everybody has heard. And so my wife and I just like, we want to see Jesus face to face. I want to talk to him. I want to be like, right? like a hug, right? I want to talk to you. I want to feel you. I want to experience you. I want to go deeper with you. And so my heart was like, okay, God, where haven't people heard? And then he opened up this whole new world called the 1040 window. And for those that are not familiar with the 1040 window, Basically, latitude and longitude on the world were over 90% of all the unreached people groups, meaning people group that have their own language, their own culture, that don't have a church, a Bible in their own language, don't have a community of believers in their language. Over 90% in the 1040 window, and then I'm thinking, okay, God, let's do it. And I started realizing that less than 4% of actual missionaries end up in the 1040 window. Most of the missionaries in the world go to places where there are established churches, there are believers. And my heart's like Jesus, like, I want to be like John the Baptist. I want to prepare this world for your return. So send me where people aren't going. So I want to start planting churches and raise up people so they can plant churches in places that me as a Westerner, I can't go. 
And so that's what the Lord opened up, and He just blessed us over the last 12 years. And we saw church plants, we saw salvations, we saw healings, we saw businesses, we saw clinics and, and schools established. I mean, God is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I had the privilege of being on some of your emails and things like that as you were filling us in. And I mean, it wasn't always roses and amazing things. You guys went through some tough times. Yeah. Yeah. We lost friends. We lost close people. And just the constant need, 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 the constant pushing forward all about the kingdom really put my wife and I in a very hard place. It was really hard to the point where my wife and I got diagnosed with PTSD, where we had to leave the field. And COVID basically kind of exasperated and made everything so much worse. And coming back, realizing that a lot of my issues, a lot of my hurts actually came from a lot of childhood trauma, you know, that I wasn't aware that I had. I always just thought my family was normal. This was normal. But then as I started doing missions and started doing business, I realized that everything that I was doing in life was to try to show the world that I mattered or that I was worthy of people's respect, of God's respect. So it was all like my passion was coming from like this wrong idea. Like, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. Like, I talk with him daily. He means everything to me. But at the same time, I had all these insecurities that I was trying to prove to the world, prove to Jesus that I was worthy of his love. Man, like once God really spoke into my heart and said, Tim, I love you. You matter. Like that song, you don't need a trophy to make me proud. Oof. So it just changed everything. Like, I feel like I'm a new person again. I feel like I have new life again. And I'm just asking the Lord, what's next? What do you want me to do? And that's where kingdom got birthed. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think that's incredible. I definitely want to have you back on and dive into just your story even in more in detail. But I just think we're all on a journey, right? Like until he calls us home, like we're on a journey and how we can, you know, draw near to him. But how can we make an impact here right now? We all go through different seasons. That was a season of life that you were in and this new season that God's called you into, man. I'm just so pumped to be able to partner with you on this project that is Something that's been near and dear to me, if you guys have been following the King's Council at all, we talk a decent amount about kingdom money principles and about biblical entrepreneurship. And one of the things that, you know, laid on my heart a while ago, and then Tim coming alongside and saying, like, let's go, let's build this thing, let's do this, has just been a, a, an incredible blessing. And so for those of you that aren't aware what kingdom actually is, well, you tell them, man, I can't, I can't take the... <laughs> Well, I just want to say, I want to bring honor to you as well. The alignment that the Lord has created between what he has birthed in your heart, what he has birthed in our heart, my heart, and to see how they align so well. I love it. Yeah. I and he knew that all along from freaking from 2005, absolutely. right? <laughs> yeah. And, and just to digress just a little bit, I remember we were in a guy's group where somebody had a prophetic word that out of this group... There's going to be missionaries, there's going to be pastors, there's going to be businessmen, but the Lord is going to use this group to change thousands and upon thousands and upon thousands of people's lives. And I mean, that was, I don't know, what, 15 years ago yeah. now? Oh yeah, at least, man. You know, so like, I mean, it's just to that. see like the prophetic word that was birthed and what God has done and what he's developed now, it's just amazing. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah. So going back to kingdom. Yeah. Tell them what it is. So Kingdom, Kingdom is a platform where you can find any kind of business service, but the business service that you're finding are run by believers. 
So this was all birthed by, so the Lord had me do church planting amongst Muslims. Muslims are one of the biggest unreached people groups in the world. Okay. And so when I lived and worked and did church planting amongst Muslim people, I realized that the Muslim community does community so much better than the Christians do. And that was a big awakening moment for me to realize that when a Muslim helps a Muslim, they help with each other. I mean, they do ministry, they do life, they do business, they do everything together. We have church on Sundays for the most part, sometimes on Wednesdays, but usually on Sundays. Sometimes as a Christian nation, we'll go to church, say once a month, maybe twice a month. But then that's our box. That's our spiritual box. This is when I am spiritual. Okay. And then Monday through Friday, that's when I do work. Maybe Saturday is a refreshing day. That's family time. But then Sunday morning, that's my spiritual. That's my God moments. For a Muslim, when I've had Muslims receive the Lord, their family, they lost their influence for their family. They're kicked out. They lost their jobs. They lost their community. They lost everything that they knew. So it's not just this boxes that they have in the East. It's all mixed together. It's all connected. But the great thing about that is, so there's statistic, like when a Muslim community comes into America, they're only 3% of the population, but they thrive and they grow because they support one another. I don't know if you guys know about this statistic. I know that you know this, but for every dollar that goes into a Muslim community, it's going to go from Muslim to Muslim 14 to 16 times. Just so everybody's clear on that. I'm a business owner, call it, and I'm going to choose based upon my faith, I'm going to choose to do business with that business owner because I'm loyal to that faith. Yeah. A Muslim is going to choose to do business with another believing Muslim because of their loyalty to their faith. So that's really what you mean by community, right? Correct. So the dollar is exchanging hands intentionally within that community before it ever leaves. There's some other stats to that too, yeah. right? Yeah, so 14 to 16 times. So it's going to be like, I'm going to support you, you're going to support him, you're going to support them, and then it just keeps circling. More money's coming into the circle, and less of it's coming out. So that circle of influence, of economic influence, just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the Jewish community, 10 to 12 times. Yeah. The Christian community, like I want you that's listening, like try to take a guess. How many times do you think it passes from Christian to Christian? zero to one time because as believers our first thought is like okay i want to be a good steward right the bible talks about stewardship and so our immediate thought is what is the best price out there what is the best quality out there that's where i'm going to put my dollar because i believe by doing so i'm a good steward but then i feel like we've missed the mark completely because what if that dollar what if you're spending a hundred dollars for a business service but now you're supporting Islamic worldview, or you're supporting an atheist worldview, or you're supporting worldviews that are completely against the worldview that you have for you and your family. And then you start looking at your schools, you start looking at the businesses, the communities, you're thinking, why are things so different? Why are Christians not leaders in the schools, in the boards, in the businesses? It's because we decided to spend $100 here because of this quality product and service, Whereas, say, for example, even it can be $100 for this Christian right here, or it can be $120, but because of that $20 difference, you're saying, I'm being a better steward by supporting this yep. business. But then, what if you say, I'm being a better steward supporting this Muslim business, yep. and then they're going to use that money to portray their beliefs? Yeah. 
and this is just so impactful, when you guys just start to think through this on the impact that this has generationally based upon your belief and, and your faith. And, and one of the things you mentioned, man, when somebody from the Islamic faith comes into, call it into Minneapolis, Minnesota here, right? When you said 3%, so they're roughly 3% of the population, but because of their loyalty, they have such influence and impact that it grows exponentially Absolutely. when they're sowing into each other. And so I believe, and you guys know, we talk about these kingdom money principles so often on this podcast. And I believe God has given us an understanding of how we are to operate, where we are to sow into. And it says that we are to sow on good soil, mm -hmm. right? And I really believe that that is, are we being intentional with where we're spending our dollar? And as you mentioned, I think so many Christians just think that, well, first off, you guys have heard me say this plenty of times that we cannot serve two masters, right? We cannot serve both God and money or mammon, which is the spirit the power that we put upon money, essentially. And so even when we think we're being a good steward, as you had mentioned, the only way that I've ever really understood or had really figured out how I know who I'm serving in that process, whatever decision I'm making is asking yourself who's dictating the decision or what's dictating that decision that you're making. Sure. Is it based upon God? Mm -hmm. And what he's telling you, or is it based upon money? And this is what I really believe as believers. So many Christians, when we read that scripture that we cannot serve both God and money, even when we think we're being a good steward, if we're simply choosing a product or a service based upon money, we're serving money. We are serving money in our poverty when we are looking for simply the cheapest thing possible versus if we're serving God, I should be intentional about who I want, even if it is a little bit more. But knowing that that's something that God's going to bless, that's that power of sowing and reaping. It's not just sowing, but it's who you're sowing into in which God can actually multiply that harvest for you as the sower, but also for the person that's actually receiving that dollar. I mean, we can go so deep into this man with the tithe and how much it would even affect that if we, let's do that actually, take him through that, just kind of that understanding of what that would do even for the Christian church just in America alone, let alone in other countries, if we were intentionally doing business with other believers that said, I align with this faith, I believe what you believe, and we then just intentionally started to shop at those places. Absolutely. And that's where everything starts changing. That's where I get excited as well, because you bring up Minneapolis as an example. The street that I grew up in in Prior Lake, right? There used to be a, a Christian church that I drive by every time I'd go to work. It's a mosque right now. It's a mosque. Yeah. Like to me, like prior Lake, I'd never ever dreamed that I'd see a mosque in my own hometown. Sure. Never thought that'd be reality. It is now. With Muslim population being 3% or less here in, in the area, they've already put people into high positions in politics, officials yep. in the school systems. They have their voice and they're completing their agenda. They're doing what they want to do. They're pushing their agenda. And yet Christians were the ones that were more plentiful or stronger per se, but yet they are taking more territory yeah. than we are in our hometown. Just mind blowing. Yeah. So what happens when you decide to say, okay, I get this. I want to be a part of this. I want to support and be a good steward. I want to use my money for the kingdom. Yeah. Right. And even as 
just understanding that guys, like if you think like, Oh, I'm just in business and to go back to how you even open this man, it's like on Sunday, like that's my spiritual day. And every other day isn't, that's not the case. Like if you're kingdom minded, if you are kingdom operating, that's the front of your thinking every day is a spiritual day. Every day is for the kingdom. It matters to God of where we're spending our dollar, where we're spending our time. Are we seeking first the kingdom in everything that we do and his righteousness, knowing that all other things will be added unto us? God gives us the ability to still make decisions and operate based upon the wisdom that he gives us and who we should be sowing into. And just in the natural realm Okay, God works in the, the supernatural. He can put his super on any of our natural anytime. But in the natural realm, if we were just intentional with this, it would forever change the impact and the influence that the Christian community has if we just started sowing into other faith-based believers into their product and service, just solely based upon them earning more money, assuming they've committed to actually tithe. Okay, that's a whole nother topic but making sure that they're actually tithing on that. Because if I have a hundred dollars that I'm going to spend, first off, I'm going to tithe. Okay. So I got 90 bucks to spend. Now I say, I buy a service from you for 90 bucks. That 90 bucks is going to you. Now you're going to be tithing on that, right? And you choose to work with another Christian business owner. They're going to be tithing on that. The math on this is astronomical, just in the natural. Absolutely. And then when you put the kingdom spiritual principles on this, Holy cats. It's going to take this world by storm. (laughs) Absolutely. So absolutely. Like this is just an aspect of our Christian lives, right? The financial, economic is an aspect. You're absolutely right. There's so many aspects to our life with the Lord and it's an everyday process. But if we're just focusing right now on the economic side, we can take back so much territory by just this one aspect. And absolutely. And like you're talking about the tithe and the compound, that compounds itself and it grows so fast. But then also imagine when fresh new capital is coming in and it stays, that compounding effect. It's, I mean, if you, when you look at on, on the numbers, on the spreadsheets, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it is. So help them understand the platform kingdom, how it's going to help facilitate this model of another, you know, a believing Christian that is abiding by certain principles, agreeing to, a statement of faith, things like that. Tell them how it's going to help them either identify another business or maybe even list their business as a kingdom-minded company. Take them through that process. Great question. Because for us, our whole purpose is to support the kingdom, right? So we can't just have anybody sign up on our platform. We have to make sure to know that they truly do have a relationship with Jesus, that they are walking out the principles of what the Bible talks about, that their life reflects Christ. And so we have our statement of faith, right, that they would read, they'd sign off on. We have a set of questions also that they have to answer. Do they attend church on a regular basis? Are they accountable to somebody else? Do they have marriage between one man and one woman? Are they being faithful in their marriage? I mean, there's just a lot of specific questions that might not be popular in today's culture. But from a biblical standpoint, it is very vital, very important to me that what the Lord has called me to, what he has commissioned me to do, that I'm being true to that calling. And so not only do we have a vetting process that they have to agree and sign off on, but once they sign off on this membership agreement, then we also have to follow up with their spiritual leader, their pastor, their elder, their deacon, and to ask them, is this person a part of your church? 
do they attend regularly? So to ask them the questions, can they confirm that this person is who they say they is in regards to their faith? Yeah. Because that's super important to me to make sure that the people that will be on the site will be true believers. Yeah. Just so they understand. Think of this, guys, as like a, you know, a lot of people would go to maybe like an Angie's list, right, mm-hmm. to find a certain contractor that they're looking to do business with or maybe the the BBB, right? Like, And people pay money to be a part of those to get a certain rating. We're simply putting together a platform of faith-based businesses, so kingdom-based businesses that agrees to operate by these set of principles they're agreeing to tithe to. Now, there's certain things that they're going to be accountable for themselves, right, and and to God. But we're going to do everything in our power from an intentional standpoint to make sure that every business that is on this platform lines up with the principles that we know to operate on and buy when we read the Bible. Absolutely. And so people can list your company on here as a business. And then as a consumer, if you're looking for a product or service, this is going to be Mm service-based and product-based eventually, right? Absolutely. So we're focusing just on the services for now. And so that's the first phase. We will be doing market-based afterwards. Yeah. And we're obviously, we're starting in specific markets because you guys can imagine like this is a big to-do. There's a lot that needs to be put together on here, but we've been busy, mostly Tim and our team that they've been building kind of the back end, the platform itself. We're essentially in pre-launch mm-hmm. right now, but we're going to be releasing this out in specific markets to start, but we still want people to sign up. And, and when we introduce new markets, new cities, call it, mm-hmm. they can be first on the list, right? Absolutely. Yes. So if they want to sign up for that. Let me just point out one more thing. I've spoken to a lot of people regarding this platform. One of the concerns that viewers have is, well, I've actually had a Christian business and it wasn't quality. Yep. So oh, yeah. when we're talking about our standards, you know, like and what the Bible talks about, Jesus calls us to do everything with excellence. And that includes our business. That includes what we say, we're going to do it and we're going to see it till the end. So by that as well, because being a good steward, you do want to have good quality. You do want to make sure that the money that you're investing in, if they're a Christian business, that they're going to actually provide a quality product or service of what you're actually paying for. We're going to have a really strict process to make sure that the businesses that are on this platform actually do operate in excellence, actually will bring a great quality product or service of what people are looking for to build confidence in the Christian businesses. yeah. Because once we build confidence in the Christian businesses, other people besides Christians are gonna start using our platform. Yep. Because once Christians start getting more business, they're not only gonna be the best product out there, but they're probably gonna be the most affordable one as well yep. as we drive more and more business to their platforms, to their businesses. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you made that point, man, because that's, that's really what I believe we're all called to be is operate in excellence. And unfortunately, I mean, this is just flat out truth. Unfortunately, a lot of Christian items and things that I've purchased have been crap. Like, I mean, it's unfortunate because God has called us to excellence to to go above and beyond. And that is one of the things that we're going to make sure that we're going to change. The shift that's happening right now in the kingdom isn't going to be just about a wealth transfer, but it is about the quality of product and the quality of service that a Christian believing faith-based company is operating in. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So if you guys want to know more about that, text the word kingdom. So K-I-N-G-D-O-M. Text that over to me at 727-472-3860. 
and we will make sure that you stay up to date with all the new rollouts that we have taking place when you can register your business or if you're looking to shop specifically for certain items. As we go into this kind of pre-launch, call it uh, we're going to be in a beta mode for a period of time as we roll this thing out. But we have big, big things in store Absolutely. with this, man. I love you, dude. I love you too. It's been fun. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching.